We're in the middle of a sermon series on Jesus' teachings, and we're spending our holiday season looking at uh, his teachings about himself, which are contained in the Gospel of John. So on these Advent Sundays, I'm hoping that you can uh, let your imagination flow and, and picture yourself hurrying on to Bethlehem, um, perhaps with the encouraging words of of angels and shepherds and magi, if you're deep into the scripture, or if you've been at the Blue Light Special, the carols singing in your ears, driving you to want to hear them in a, in a better way, a more reverent way. We find the sable, don't we, in our imagination? We find it and we walk inside and we gaze into that manger, gazing down upon this new little baby. Wondering about all that we've been told. Now we're told that the the Magi and the shepherds and even Mary kind of pondered these kind of things in their hearts at that first nativity, all that they had been told and they're, they're looking down at that manger. And yet, isn't it true that we too, we moderns, 20 centuries later, we come to this manger scene and we again ponder all that we have been told and what all of that might mean. And the Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen His glory. All of that nestled once in the crib, and now perhaps hopefully nestled into our hearts, into our souls. Oh, come let us adore him. Our hope, our peace, our joy, our love. It's the gift of God for the people of God. One of the reasons we honor Walt Disney is that he gave leadership to an animation team that was able to invent a, a multi-plane camera so that animation could be filmed and would appear more realistic by merging the different perspectives of the scenes portrayed together for us. Now, our I am sayings of Jesus accomplish a similar purpose for ourselves and that they present Jesus from different points of view and in the aggregate of those points of view give us a more full and comprehensive version of Jesus. The bread of life, the true vine, the light of the world, and now today, the Good Shepherd. All add a 
little bit different of an understanding of who Jesus was and how Jesus affected the world. Indeed, how Jesus might affect us. You know, as I look back upon my, my years of ministry, it's, it's interesting how often, how often Debbie and the kids would share, Debbie with her colleagues and the kids with their friends, that, that her husband or their dad was a pastor. And then they would feel compelled to clarify things by saying, he's not that kind of pastor, though. He, he's one of the good ones. He's, he, he's open-minded. He's, he's a compassionate one. He's inclusive. And he's welcoming. You get the picture. When, when we have to qualify something or someone as good, there's usually a bad version of it somewhere out there. And unfortunately, that's the case with pastors. And it's the case with shepherds. Our passage today speaks of the good shepherd, and so there must have been bad shepherds around that stood in contrast so that Jesus could, could kind of make the point of himself, good shepherd to bad shepherd. And in that contrast, Jesus distinguishes himself, and he beckons us to himself as a good shepherd. What might be those qualities? Well, one is we're told that he knows his sheep and, and they know him. You've noticed that most likely uh, with dogs, perhaps your dog, he's out running in the park and you give him a holler to come and he hears your voice and he knows it's you and he returns your voice is, is connected to his experience, your dog's experience of, of love and support and good life and food. And it's conveyed to the dog and your dog responds hearing your voice. And I understand that's the same thing with sheep. And, and if we follow along with Jesus' analogy, he is saying to us, it's the same with us towards God. In Christ, we hear God's voice through Christ and we respond. The deep meaning of the incarnation that we celebrate at Christmas is that we have an assurance that God fully understands us. God knows us, includes us. Jesus lived our lives, He died our death. If we listen well, we can hear his voice through the eternity. And we know this truth. If we listen well, we recognize our parent. And we know we have a home in God. I think that's one of the things Jesus was after by saying, I am the good shepherd. I think another thing he wanted to convey was as the scripture alludes to us, that he defends his sheep. The bad shepherd takes off at first sign of trouble. The good shepherd does not. 
Jesus is saying he will not abandon us when difficulties arise that threaten us or harm us as a bad shepherd would. He will stay with us in those times of trouble, sustaining us through those times of trouble. He will even walk through the shadow of the valley of death with us, perhaps most importantly for us. As we consider Jesus, this this infant becomes Savior in this manger crib, we realize that he he is more than our connection to God. He is our help in times of trouble, our balm, as the song says, when we are hurt, our strength, when we are sorely challenged. Indeed, Jesus is our defender when the the threats of life assail us. And as we face into the reality of sin and death, we know that we have in Jesus the one who is able to set us free from guilt and shame. Not just our wishful thinking for a get-out-of-jail-free pass. And Jesus, we have the one with the power to save. To save our very souls through his sacrificial love. I think that's the second lesson he's conveying. And the third would be to that he's out there seeking the least and, and the lost. That each one matters. Not only does the good shepherd not run from his sheep when danger arises, the good shepherd seeks out any lost sheep and is about retrieving them. I think this part of the Good Shepherd's uh, presentation is saying to us that everyone matters to God. Everyone. And today we think about people in the Ukraine and people in Israel and in Gaza and we think about people in Somalia and we think about people in West Lake Village. Everyone matters to God. He seeks out and embraces all, welcoming them back into the forgiving, nurturing, and empowering embrace of God. God, and this everyone means you. Even, <laughs> even me and you. Don't forget it. Especially if at some times you sense you may have gone astray. Jesus is out looking for each one of us when it is needed, beckoning us with a voice we remember 
inviting us to be found, to come home. He is always out seeking and always welcoming back home. Who knew that nestled in that ancient manger would be such a, a miracle of love, such an awesome wonder, such a magnificent revelation, such a timeless truth about who God is, who we are, and how we are connected. The bread of life, the true vine, the light of the world, the good shepherd. Greet your hope, your peace, your joy, your love this Christmas and sing praises for the miracle and the marvel of it all. Amen.